Our gospel reading for this morning is from the first Sunday in Lent. And we will notice that every first Sunday in Lent, the Spirit of God drives Jesus into the wilderness to face the temptations before he is sent on his mission. Let us hear the word of the Lord from Mark chapter 1, verses 9 through 15. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the spirit descending upon him like a dove. A voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited upon him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, as we come this day, we ask that you speak to us the words that we need to hear. We ask that you strengthen our church and bind us together with you in a faith so strong that we may proclaim your kingdom. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. The Lakota Sioux Indians, Native Americans, call it crying for a dream. A young person goes deep into the forest, alone, in the wild, and they learn about themselves and to wrestle with their demons and to wait to receive a vision, some spiritual insight into who they are, the identity and the meaning and the purpose of their lives. And they go not only for themselves, they go out of love for their community to find the story, the vision that will be part of the healing of the whole. As our season of Lent begins, Jesus has his own crying for a dream, for God's dream, for his life and for the life of the world. He has seen God rip open the heavens and the Holy Spirit come down and pour into his being, and the Spirit immediately drives him into that wilderness. He is there a long time. There are no bread in this story, no cities, no temple. 
just the wild beasts and Satan and the angels and the spirit. And when Jesus emerges, he knows what he is to do and what it means to be God's beloved. He announces God's kingdom, not Caesar's kingdom of violence or oppressive power, but God's kingdom of justice and compassion and peace. The dream. In recent years, the Spirit of God has been rushing through North American Christianity. The Spirit of God is being poured out and it has been washing away dogma and doctrine and doing something so profoundly new that we often don't know where we are or who we are. God is liberating the church to new ways of seeing the divine that go beyond church and beyond Christianity. The Spirit of God has driven churches into the wilderness to find out who we are, to cry for a dream. As a congregation, we had the courage to go into that wilderness and the courage to recognize that the possibilities are in the wilderness and new life comes out of the wilderness. We cried for a dream. We took time to listen for the guidance of God's Spirit. And when we looked around, we did not see wild beasts as secularism or as atheism, and certainly not as our sisters and brothers of other faith traditions. When we looked around, we saw the wild beasts of homelessness and prison of climate change and poverty. And the Holy Spirit gave us a vision to live out of the love of God and to have a strong spirituality and a strong community with a sense of belonging. We opened up our Sunday morning worship for new opportunities for education and fellowship. We equipped children and youth with the faith that has helped people stave off the wild beasts for more than 2,000 years. Children are leading worship every Sunday, and the youth had their first mission trip in many years last summer. We have heard God's call to use our resources to proclaim God's justice for the poor, and how much God deplores gun violence. We have fought for marriage equality in the church and exposed the magnitude of gun violence in our nation. We continue to help thousands upon tens of thousands of people in our transition assistance program. And we are increasing the health care for children in Kenya through our clinic in the village of Shikoho. Step by step, we have been living into our dream, into God's dream for us. One key part of our vision is a new associate pastor 
We have been so blessed to have the Reverend Jane Duffield in our midst. She has shown wonderful leadership with pastoral care and our board of deacons, with our open forum and our mission ministries. Jane has always been preparing us for someone new. She has been preparing the way for someone who will continue the strong leadership and pastoral care with her tremendous compassion and leadership of our deacons. Someone who will be with the most vulnerable members of our congregation and many of whom have served and supported this church for a good part of your lives. We look for this new associate pastor to bring new life to our youth programs, to give hands-on experiences for our confirmation program where young people learn about faith in church, in the synagogue, in the shelters for the homeless, and in the stillness of a meditative service of wholeness and healing. Our APNC is confident that we will have our new associate pastor here between August the 1st and September the 1st, 2015. Step by step, we are living into the dream. Our administrative and finance people have worked on our finances, have consolidated funds, and opened up new sources of income. We've joined a purchasing cooperative to decrease our expenses. God has driven our backs up against the wall with our finances. We have had to make impossible choices. Your session will find a way to bring this to a good conclusion. To balance the 2015 budget, we had to cut $22,000 out of our mission giving. And it is just not acceptable. Your session will find a way to restore this mission giving. I am completely confident that this church will be sure to make this happen. I am completely confident that every dollar of that mission money will be replaced and restored and there will be more. Justice is our passion. Step by step, we are getting there. I am confident that we will fully live into the vision that God has called us to. I am confident that we will stand firm in the face of the wild beasts of anxiety and fear. I am confident that God has more than enough wisdom and creativity and courage that will allow us to do all that God has called us to do. The greatest temptation is to forget 
that it is the Holy Spirit that has put us here. The greatest temptation is to forget that we are surrounded and ministered to by angels. The messengers of God who are bringing us good news and showing us the glory that is around us. The glory of the Lord and the Holy Spirit is everywhere. We see it in the children leading worship every week, and we hear it in their song. We have tasted the Holy Spirit in blueberries and lobsters on the church lawn last summer as our young people prepared to go to Maine to repair homes of the needy in that rural area. The Holy Spirit sounds like the revelations and the chancel choir and the men's choir and the bells. The Holy Spirit blew through t-shirts and our memorial to the lost and brought people to life to testify to the power of the Spirit to bring to awareness the loss and the possibilities for peace. We saw the Holy Spirit flower on the cross at Easter that brought such beauty and new life and hope on the steps of the church. We saw the Holy Spirit in the children's boxes in socks and the birthday kits. We see the Holy Spirit given in the shawls the prayer shawls and the angels who knit them. Even as we have taken steps and we see the glory of the Lord all around us, we are not there yet. We have more to go. Many of the steps that we have taken are yet to bear fruit because it hasn't been long enough. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. We won't be there for 40 years. But it does seem like a long time. Our new associate pastor will be here, we are confident, between August 1st and September 1st. The adjustments to the investments that are ANF committee has made will begin to yield more income in the coming year. We are on our way. As a child and as an adult and anyone who has taken a long car trip knows that there are words that send shivers through our spine. Are we there yet? How much longer? Are we there yet? Well, when are we going to get there? Are we there yet? No, we are not there yet. And yes, we are already there. No, we have not accomplished all that we are to do. And yes, we are in the midst. We are on our way doing and being all that God is calling us to do and to be. 
God challenges and clarifies and strengthens our dream. And God does this not primarily for our sake. God does not do this just for us, for we do not exist to be the Chevy Chase Presbyterian Church only. We are not here just to build ourselves up. Our primary purpose is to demonstrate God's kingdom in the world. And that is why we are here. And that is why we dream God's dream. And that is where our confidence and our hope comes from. God loves the world. And that is why God has made us and given us our vision. We have a vision. We have God's spirit. With confidence and courage and joy, we are and we will proclaim God's kingdom for the healing of the whole creation. Amen.